Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5 Bayo. Welcome! Come on in, grab a seat, get a chair, get a pillow, we'll sit right here on the stoop. Get you something to drink, some water, some juice, some Kool-Aid. Hell, I'm going back in the day, some sugar water. <laughs> it's three o'clock somewhere, get your drink on. Listen. I've noticed, I don't know if it's a trend. I know it used to happen when I was growing up. Something that everybody sees and no one wants to talk about. Because the first thing people say is, well, I ain't got nothing to do with me or ain't my business. Or, And we watch the product of what happens. I want to talk about two things. Now, they might be two totally different forms on different parts of this beautiful spectrum, but I think they're topics we should talk about. The first one I want to talk about is 
And if this is you, I pray for healing and change. If this is you, I pray for healing and change. I really do. I pray that you heal. And I pray that you have a changed behavior. Real talk. I've seen, I've witnessed, and now I see the children of how this became. So let me give you a little story. It was a sister. She had kids. Beautiful children. I want to say she had two. Beautiful, beautiful children. And she wanted a relationship. Because her and the baby daddies, they didn't stay together. Now, mind you, this ain't my life. I'm sharing the story. Because I know what some of y'all are give. So she finally met someone. He didn't like her kids. He didn't like her children. So, he had her give her kids to her mom. Her mom raised these kids. She with him, had a baby by him. It is perfect family. These kids are left. Because the very person that you love, Gave you away because they wanted love. Now, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. I ain't licensed. I'm just sharing experiences that I've seen. People I know. I've seen where women would disown their sons. Because the man now comes in. And he don't like sons. Or the son is not bowing down to him. Now, usually, these men come from broken homes themselves. I'm not only putting it on the men. Don't worry, I'm getting on the mothers too. Sit down, it ain't your turn yet. And these men come from broken homes. So they don't even know how to be a father, a man, a provider. They just don't want to share their woman. With another nigga, son or not. Like, I've really heard someone say that. And I'm sitting there, and the person I'm sitting there with, she's like, don't say nothing. I said, what? She left her son. Let the streets raise him. And how she'll justify it. Most kids see the bullshit, the crazy, but we want them to sign up for our program. And so what will mothers say? Oh, he a good man. He a good provider. No, and this motherfucker don't provide or is good for nothing. You got to respect him now. He's your daddy. And let me tell y'all what a pet peeve is of mine. And I've dated, right? I've dated after I got married. I've dated. No way in hell, right? No way. And when I say this, I mean no way. I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm a package deal. So if you don't want this package, don't come over here and shop. And I'm not on the discount fucking table. So if you can't sign up to be in this, go on. I don't need them to have a father. They got one of those. And they got uncles and cousins. They got those. That's not your application. But if we're going to be a family, we're going to sit and we're going to talk. I'm not going to put you above my children. 
and I'm not going to put my children above you. It's uh, everybody's mutual. But what we won't do is have them call you daddy. I've seen girls date a nigga, move them in within a month, and the kids are calling them daddy. Well, how many daddies have you had? I've literally heard a kid say, oh, this is our fourth daddy. And the mother laughed like it's okay. <clears throat> I've seen them sneak their EBT card to this motherfucker. And he running around shopping like it's all, like he the man. How the fuck you flexing with the government? Sit down. Or my favorite. Oh, my man want to know who's in his house. Section 8 came here. Section 8 here, girl. No, this Stop. How the fuck is that a flex? Like, real talk. So, uh, I'm old school. I'm old school. Let me break it down. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm old school, right? I love my pops. I love my pops. God bless the day. Ibae. I love that man. Because... Above everything else, and all the shit that we went through as kids, not abused, but just the shit we went through, right? My mom had an apartment, and my father would go over there, spend that night and stuff, because she already had kids. So my pops, my grandfather said, hey, son, which is my father's father, son, boy, that's a good woman there. She got cheering. Don't provide. Yeah, Pops. Now, this is the conversation he told me. He said, good. He said, you going to live in that little apartment? Because she acquired that. A man does three things. Provide, pleases, and protect. <laughs> what you doing living in her apartment? My father says, say less. He shopped around and brought a house. No, no, no. He didn't rent it. We didn't rent a house. He brought the house. We had a mortgage. He brought the house. 110, 13, 160th Street. He brought the house. It wasn't given to him. He didn't sit there and make, make amends or whatever. All the money he got from the army. He said, this is for my woman and these kids. He said, the day of tomorrow you put me out, I leave, whatever. It's yours. It's yours. It was his. He said, now it's ours. He ain't throw nobody out. And I know it might have been so many times he wanted to say, get the fuck out. He threw my uncles in the mouth. He didn't throw us out. So he brought a house. So that was the first example that I seen because my grandfather did the same. He brought a house, 134 of Rockaway Boulevard, 134th Avenue. He brought a house. When I see these dudes now, they quick to move in a chick's house in the projects, Section 8 apartment. And then when they get mad, oh, yeah, that bitch only paying $40. But you were living there, too. <laughs> you want better than do better. And I'm not the person that's quick to move a nigga in. That we're not doing. No, I need you healed. I need you to have your own shit. I need you to be on your... How is it that we can work together and unify and be a couple if I can't even trust you to handle your own business? Do you go to the doctor? Do you go to the dentist? Are you going to... What, what about your mental health? Do you have a savings account, a checking account? And I ain't talking about fucking cash app. Do you have a bank account, player? 
Are you fixing your credit? Yeah, I need to know your financial status. How do you feel about money, wealth? How, how is that? Are, do you have life insurance? The simplest thing, do you have life insurance? We don't want that. We just want the nigga. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking now because we just want the nigga. I want a front in front of my friends. This is my man. You know how many females? Because they ain't women. How many females? The worst is seeing a nigga lay there with you. Y'all on the floor. Your kids on the floor. They dirty. You dirty. And this nigga living there. I remember one time, you know, I had cramps. I was sick. I had cramps, right? I was living in the projects, 107, 159. And my mother came down there. And, you know, the refrigerator wasn't clean. The clothes was in a corner. Real talk. The clothes was in the corner. And my mother walked in. She said, what's wrong with you? You dying? I said, no. She said, why this house look like this? I said, mom, my stomach hurt. I got cramps. She said, take a fucking aspirin and clean this shit up. She sat on the couch while I started folding, hanging up. Because my mother didn't believe in living out of bags. Mm -mm. Folding, hanging up, and all of that. So my son's blanket, he had this blue blanket set, I'll never forget. It was getting ripped and the inside was coming out a little bit. And my mother said, I'll watch these kids, take your ass up there. Then we had Woolworth, Maze, not Macy's, Maze on Jamaica Avenue. And she said, take your ass down there to Maze and get one of those damn blanket sets for these, this, this child. She said, I don't ever want to come down here and see this fucking house. So when Craig walked in, she looked at him. She said, I came down here. You seen how this house was? Oh, yeah, yeah. She said, now nah, I'm going to look at you stupid. She said, because there's no way in hell a man going to come in here and lay while this house is looking like that. She said, so now I'm going to look at you stupid. She said, I better not ever walk in here. She said, I ain't getting on you. I'm getting on her. And then she said, um... I hope y'all don't stay here forever. And I hope he ain't just moving in. Craig was like, yo, I'll be back. And when my mother passed away, we moved down the block. And he said, yo, I'll be back. And he flew down to Atlanta. And me and my young self then, you know, immature. Because what I saw. And I'm like, well, I'm going with you. So I went down there and stuff. And I remember arguing with him. And I was like, I'm going back to New York. And he came up there. He said, this is my first, last, and only time. I'm not coming back up here to get you. You decide to leave. We're going to work. We're going to work together as a family. We're going to make sure these kids have what they need. He said, but I'm not living in no projects. And I'm not living in no fucking house that I didn't acquire. We're going to build this together. I wasn't mad. Never. And when I say never, I mean never belongs to God. Never did this man come up to my job and hang out. I remember her working for John Cornetta. And there was a girl, she was working there. And she was like, oh, my man is up here. You and you, I'm, for real, my mouth is lethal. And I was like, you don't got a job? And he was like, yeah, why you up here at your girl job? Like you should be working or taking care of the kids or doing something. I know it's something for you to do. So... The first day, I ain't say nothing, all right, but except that. The second day, he, he was making it a habit. I said, yo, clock out. 
She was like, no, because I need my full check. No, you don't. Because, see, you got your man up here. And this ain't the daycare. This ain't watching nigga grow or watching nigga make money. We're not doing that. Clock out. Go home with your man because I don't need that. And I wound up hiring somebody else because I fired her. And everybody was like, yo, no, no. And you know what? The owner was like, yo, I'm not mad at you. Hell yeah. This ain't no hangout. This ain't the daycare. Why your man up here at your job all day? You working from, let's say, 4 to 11. He going to sit here all day? Then you going to be sitting here talking to him. You not going to do your goddamn job. So what I hired you. So guess what? Let me help you. Stay home with him. Now, neither one of y'all don't need to be up here. Oh, I'm, I was that chick. I have a problem with that. No, my man is not coming up to my job, sitting here all day. And people think that's so cool. No, that's not cool. Nigga, if you ain't got a job and I got a job and I get fired, now we both broke? Oh, I know you lying. I know you lying. But you'll see, this is now the making of a relationship. Oh, sit up at your girl's job. Get rid of your kids because I only want you. I'm so jealous. And chicks feel like that. Or meet a nigga on Monday, move him in on Tuesday. Got the kids, call him daddy on Wednesday. And you don't even know him. Or sitting there in a dirty house. Oh, the first thing we're going to say is, it's triggering. I'm depressed. My mother and made me clean up every day. You know, it is so many people houses I don't eat at. I ain't got the stomach. I don't. I ain't got the stomach. And I look at the dude and be like, wow. Oh, wow. 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 And this is what females would say. I'm depressed. It's triggering. I'm going through. I can't clean up. And kids be stepping over dirt and filth and floors be black. And I'm sitting there like, this ain't depressed. You fucking lazy. Because, see, depression, yeah, okay, like I said, I'm not licensed. I'm not none of that. But you're not depressed when dick walk in the room. When this nigga call you and tell you I'm coming over, you know how to wash that ass and go and lay there and look cute for him? And get your kid. Listen, some of y'all should be in fucking prison doping your kids up with melatonin and fucking NyQuil, kids' NyQuil, so they could go to sleep so you could get your fucking freak on. Nasty ass heifers. For real. Seriously. You drugging your goddamn kids so you can go off with this nigga. And some chicks will leave their kids in the fucking house while they go traits and triple for a nigga. Serious? So now, let me go to part two of this. These kids that you doing this to, and I love those mothers. I know my kids. My kids is not like that. I know these are the kids that grow up, that are outcasts, that are problems, that have to work so hard because they don't know how to fit in. These are the kids that... Wish they had their mother, but instead their mother traded them for a nigga that can't do nada. Even if he can, I'm going to look at a man sideways. Nigga, you left, made her leave her child for you? For you? Yeah, I, I do. Because these kids, these are the kids now. They're adults. And they're hurting. And they're angry. And they're mad. And they're confused. Because the very person that they were born to, that looked in their eyes and said, I'm going to take care of you. I'm your mother. You cashed them away when the first dick came swinging. These kids are big now. And they got issues. And they got problems. 
and they don't feel whole. And, and they're angry. But the person they're angry with, they can't say anything. Because that's my mother. And I don't feel like arguing. Or when these bastards touch these kids, the children don't say nothing. You know why? Because I don't want my mother, I don't know when the next time she's going to find a good man. So I'm going to be quiet and take it. I'm going to take the abuse. I'm going to take the sexual abuse. I'm going to take the mental abuse because he's providing for her and she's happy. So I'm going to stay the one that he rapes, touches. And hear her cuckoo ass, or even dudes, will walk there and be like, oh, yeah, I found the perfect one. And your fucking kids are suffering. Suffering. I see it too much. I see it too much. And it's sad. Because they either do one or two things. They become the very monster that they hate. Or... They just give up. Give up. <sighs> I want to calm down. Because even when you go and talk to the mothers or you show them that mirror, the first thing, instead of saying, oh, my God, I need to talk to my child, you know what they say? Oh, you know, fuck that. He's spoiled. She's spoiled. They want everything. It's about my life now. I had them. My job is over. Your job is never over. You're a mother now. Well, when I'm going to have my life? I need love. They young. I, 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 I ain't going out there. They can find anybody. You selfish motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I say. And it's sad. No one's telling you to give up on your life. No one's saying, Mom, your life is over. I'm 50-something years old. I have fun. I enjoy. I can sit in the house. I've been watching Supernatural. I can go out when I want to. I can go and go on a, a vacation. I can do a lot of things. Why? Because my kids are grown. And I can hang out with my grandkids. And I can send them home to their moms. And I can go and enjoy life. And be at peace. I'm not here to compete. I don't hear, I'm not here chasing a motherfucker. But you let someone go, well, it's either me or your grandkids. Bye. 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 First of all, I'm not even messing with no one that thinks like that. Any dude I ever mess with, yo, I got kids, yo, and they love, even till this day, when they see my children, yo, those, that's, those are my kids. Yo, those are my stepkids. For real. They don't even say stepkids. Yo, those are my kids. For real. I believe, as my mother told me, a woman, a man knows how to treat a woman. I didn't say a girl. I didn't say a female. I said a woman. Because the way a woman carry herself. Your sister once told me in Haiti, a wise woman is a well-prepared woman, and a well-prepared woman is a wise woman. And that's not a lie. These are your children. Whether you're a man or a woman, these are your children. God put them in your care. You're going to give them up for five minutes of pleasure. And usually, and it's always 99%, the person you throw your kids away, you 
you shouldn't even wipe your feet on the person that's standing there. And what man or woman will tell you that? Motherfuckers that are lost, hurt. You see the red flags, but you want to turn those red into green. For real. When they tell you to get rid of, yo, I don't like your son. Well, you don't like me. Get the fuck out my face. For real. Yo, I don't want to be around your kid. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, I'm going to send them to their grandmothers. Who? What? But it's real. It's real. That's why I tell spiritual people, you want to get out here in this world, you better have a thick skin. You better know what you're standing on. You got to see things from other, other angles, from what you were born, but you also got to walk in your truth. And you got to really stand. Just saying it, no, you got to do it. You got to be about it. You have to be your walking example. You got to walk it as well as talk it. Because out in the street, they don't give a fuck what you say. They see what you do. They see how you move. They see how you act. That's what they look at. They don't care what you say. Everybody in their motherfucking mama say something. Yeah, I'm cussing today. They don't look at what you say. They see how you act when you are in a crisis, when you are doing great, when you are doing mediocre, when you have lost everything, when you have been betrayed, lied on, abused. They see how you bounce back. The street's always been like that. See, in court, justice is blind. But out in the street, she see every fucking thing. And everyone pays. Because no one out in that street work for free. Nobody. I tell people about scammers. Scammers don't have. They live by one code. Make money. They got to eat. That's all. That's it. Make money. They will lay with their baby moms and rob her before the end of the night. They will see their blind grandmother and rob her. They don't give a fuck at all. You, Oh, my scammer boyfriend, love, ma, he's, he is fattening your ass up for the kill. Oh, he take care of me. He buy me this. And then months later, you see him, that motherfucker robbed me. He took everything back. Ma, they play the long game. They'll love you. Get you trusted. What? Yeah, here, baby. He'll take this man. Oh, my baby love me. He'll scam me. Oh, I got. And then he get your ass. You and your kids. Get your income tax money, your bonus check, all that. Fuck around and tell you. When you hear those words, you already know how that's going. Yo, all you got to do. Nigga, nothing. Because when you hear those words, all you got to do, you going to jail. So why? Why? The same way I don't understand, but it happens in this world. I got a good job. I'm a CEO. You know, I'm, I'm working at a bank. I got a good-ass job. How the fuck you let a broke nigga talk you into losing your shit, your benefits, all that? Tell you, boy. Uh, my friend used to always say, Big James used to always say, you know, uh, you got to be careful because pussy is powerful. I tell them all the time, but dick is deadly. <laughs> Pussy may be powerful, but dick is deadly. Because my mom used to always tell us, now, I don't know about y'all, but my mama was old school. She, you know, my, my, my sisters and them would come home, right? I'll never forget that. We was all sitting outside in front of the house, and Tressie and Denise and all them came in from hanging out, Keisha and Teresa and them. So I didn't go out that night with them. I stayed in the house. 
and I was bleeding. That's why. So I ain't go nowhere. I don't like, I ain't like being around people where I was bleeding. Right. So, um, I remember I had a pack of cigarettes and Teresa and, uh, Tressie was like, Donna, give me a cigarette. Give me a cigarette. My mother looked at them and said, y'all been out all night and you ain't got no fucking cigarettes. So Teresa was like, Oh, Miss Barbara, what you made to eat? She said, I'm so hungry. My mother looked at me like they wasn't even there. She said, let me tell you something. A wet pussy and an empty purse don't match. I said, what? She said, I ain't no fucking way in hell. Y'all done been out all night with these fucking dudes and y'all sitting there and y'all come back. Y'all ain't got no money, nothing. Y'all sitting here begging. She said, no, I ain't got nothing to eat. Tell that nigga you was hanging with all night to feed you. Oh, he had nobody. I hope he's so cute. She looked me dead in my face. She said, let me tell you something. Don't be like these dumbasses. A wet pussy and empty purse don't match. I sat there and was like, damn. <laughs> like, damn. But I understood when I grew up. I remember when I was getting initiated and my, my Jabona, she was saying, because they say, yeah, you know, you, you take care of your men. And I was like, yeah, I do. And she was like, oh, you know, you wanted them. You wanted them. I was married. A wife is to take care of her husband, so her husband take care of her. I said, now, nah, no, I ain't trick on a nigga. You talking that? I was married twice. So, yeah, I made sure his dinner was cooked, his bath was ran. You're right. Because when I was sick, I had the same thing. Craig would go in there and cook. Now, his number one dish was spaghetti and meatball. Ask him, and a sandwich. He asked him to cook anything else. God bless you if he make it through. But spaghetti and meatball, yeah. He'll make sure those kids was okay. They was washed. They had their homework. He let them go out and play. So you right. And knew how to go and pay the rent. Pay the light bill. Pay the phone bill. Yeah. When he saw me pulling my shopping cart up and down the goddamn street going to the laundromat, he said, we ain't doing that no more. Went and got a washing machine and dryer stack pack. He said, now you wash these goddamn clothes at home. See, that's, that's what it's providing. When I said, well, it's time for us to go. We got to move. He said, come on, let's go get this house. He said, right now we're going to rent it so we can build up our credit and get everything together. He said, but nah, I got it. So, yeah, yeah. And not once, even when I was married to Roosevelt, he went out to go get a pair of sneakers. He brought Dada's sneakers, Isha's sneakers, me sneakers, and him sneakers. He wasn't coming back where he only got one pair of sneakers. What? No, he knew their sizes. Donna, we got to get summer clothes. So when spring come in, because I've always liked that with my kids. Spring come in, okay, we get the summer clothes out the way. You know, when it start getting that little heat, we start changing out. And he went up on the avenue and racked up. My son and Isha had summer clothes for the whole goddamn summer. I was still taking stuff off the hanger and putting it out there so they can play. And sneakers. So they didn't know. No. Not just, oh, we going to the movies. We going to, what the fuck about us going to the movies? Is our bills paid. What are we doing here? That's why. He can say what he want behind my back. But when I walk on the scene, how you doing, Miss Ford? Hello, Mr. McCoy. And we keep it running. Hey, Mr. Ford. Hey, Mr. Ford. And we keep it running. But we ain't doing that. 
And when I see, when you see the kids, ah, oh, see my niece, see all of them. Hey, what's up, y'all? You good? You need anything? The kids are good? Yeah. And I can go with that. But what I can't go with is a man bringing food home for himself in a tray. Saying, oh, if you get a little piece of plate, I'll give you some. So you only brought food for you. You knew you was coming here, right? Yeah. You stopped off. Did you call me and ask me, did I want something to eat? No lie. I went back to talk to my ex-husband one year, right? I know. I know. I had to learn. Once you throw something away, you shouldn't go in the garbage and take it out. I had to learn that lesson. So I never forget. I was sitting in my daughter's house, and he came. He pulled up, and he had food from uh, Veggie Castle. I said, hey. I said, I'm looking in the bag like, okay, what you got for me? He's like, what? I said, you knew you was coming here, right? Yeah. I said, so you called from home and said you were on your way and to meet you here, right? Yeah. So in the process of you coming here, you stopped off and got you something to eat, but you didn't call and say, hey, you want something. He said, get in the car. Let's go. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm getting in the car because I'm hungry. But... You go somewhere and you're on the way of coming to see me and you stop and pick you up something to eat and don't worry about me. There's a, there's a disconnect. Like that's a disrespect because when I would come from the city to come to Queens, I'd be like, yo, I'm stopping off at the uh, vegetarian place. I got you something. Oh, okay. So I expect that same courtesy. That nigga said, get in the car. And from that day forward, whenever he went somewhere to get something, he'll be like, yo, I'm going, I'm here in this place. Yo, this is what they got. I'm going to grab this for you. Okay. And that's how that went. The part that made me say, wow, people can learn. And people will respect you as long as you respect yourself. Real talk. I don't care what nobody say. Fight your cousin. Don't fight me. I can't eat with a fork. I wasn't even there. And he, when he called, he said, yo, I'm going to get you, you know, they have, um, I'm going to get you a, a veggie burger. I said, all right. So when the guy was getting ready to move the, the burger, he had like this fork, like a fork and a spoon. He said, yo, player, no disrespect. Can you use the spatula? Like real talk. And the dude was like, he said, yeah. He said, you know, no disrespect. If you can't do it, then cancel that order and I'll go somewhere else. And the dude was like, yo, no problem. And he used the spatula and turned it. And whenever I would go somewhere, if I go to the bathroom and come back from my food, he used to be like, yo, can you bring a spoon? Not a fork. He said, yeah, a fork for me. I'm good. He said, yo, but bring a spoon. And can you bring an extra spoon just in case? That I give respect to. I give respect for that. Because it's how you carry yourself. I know this girl, her name Kiba. And she used to, when she was like, yeah, I was arguing with my baby daddy. He called me all kind of bitches. I cringed. I can't argue with Roosevelt, God bless the dead, Craig, all of them. You call me out my name. Yeah, that's like calling the police on me. We ain't worrying about that. Because ain't no coming back for a lot of things. Because if I never called you out your name, don't ever call me out mine. Real talk. I will come for you. And I'm not, I'm not a gangster. Don't get it twisted. But it's certain things that I just take to heart. One, if we're dealing with each other, we married, whatever, don't call me a bitch. That's not on my birth certificate. You, you can't come back from that. Like, nah, nah. Cause my mother named me this. N bitch is nowhere 
on my birth certificate, on my ID, on my passport. It's nowhere. So what makes you give you the right to change my name into something that I'm not? And I never called you out yours? Nah, don't do that. Don't do it. Certain things you can't come back from. Uh, putting my kids in adult beef. Yeah, you can't come back from that. Don't give a fuck who you are. Can't come back from that. Cannot. Turning people's kids against them. Ah, you miserable. Yeah, certain things you can't come back from. And I, I'm that person. I really am. I really am. I'm, I'm sweet. I'm nice. I'm all of that. But I'm going to stand my ground too. So nah. The second thing I want to talk about is, Angel taught me this when I wasn't sure, right? I was then hanging under Jose and I felt like I wasn't learning nothing. And Angel said, he said, you a tree? I said, no. He said, so then you can get up and move. If you're not being fed, nurtured, taught, and I ain't talking about, oh, well, I need to learn how, what it is to get initiated. No, but the basics. Show me when you have me size, help me build my spiritual frame up. Teach me. You know what I'm saying? Don't call me just to gossip or tell me who fucking who or who's not crowned in the religion. I don't care about that. I need to build up my spiritual frame. I need to know what to do when you're not around. I want to be self-sufficient. I got a family. I, I want to know what I'm doing. It's not all about making money, but help me to learn. But we become so loyal, so dedicated. Oh, because they were so nice. If just walking from your house to the corner, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And one day you go, hey, Ifa, let's turn the corner. Oh, no, I've I never been there. I can only take you where I'm limiting myself to go. So if I'm only walking from my house to the corner, that's all you're going to get. Now, if you want to turn the corner, go up the block, that's foreign to me. And if I'm not ready to go there, and some elders and some people aren't, they just know to the corner and to their house, and they're comfortable with that. And some people are, but not everybody's comfortable with that. Some people want to get the fuck up out that state and go and travel other places. And if you're not willing to do that, then why are you still there? Go. Oh, but they've been so nice to me. That's true. So then I ask you, you'll be with someone that abuse you, take your money, don't acknowledge you, don't have sex with you, all that. Just just totally disrespect you. Hell no, I'm going to curse them out. I'm going to tear them up. So then why are you with someone that can only take you from their house to the corner? Because that's abuse too in itself. One year, two year, three year, four year, five years, and you still walking from the house to the corner. Everybody else done went around the corner, then came back, they done passed you, all that. And it's not even about everybody else. But how is it that we we are we are settled? Oh, because they said I'm not ready. So you don't know how to pray to your ego? Are they teaching you how to moyuba? Are they teaching you, you know, the different Arisha? Are they taking you to Misa's? Are they teaching you, you know, developing your spiritual, your spirituality? Are they telling you their history? Are they, you know, quizzing you? Are you showing hands on, cleaning, cooking, plucking chickens? What are they showing you? Oh, they don't deal with the spiritual community. And, you know, um, but when you say, hey, 
I got $2,000 and I want, now you the best of the best. Or sometimes people can only go so far and bless them. Because maybe some people, I always, the same way the Baba, the, the Luo told me, I share with everyone else. The hand that brings you to the river may not be the hands that wash you. And it's okay, because you brought me to the river. You took me as far as you can go. And I appreciate that. Thank you for taking me there. But our ride is done. I don't hate you. I thank you. Oh, my goodness. But now it's time for me to move on. I ain't on I ain't the water no more. I'm on solid ground now. I'm walking this way. But I'm always remember you and thank you. I don't hate Angel. I don't hate Jose. I don't hate none of those people that helped me. You know why? Because they took me where I needed to go. And my ride with them was done. So I'm grateful. I am grateful. From this day forward, I don't need to speak evil, wicked about them. Because they took me where I needed to go. And that was it. And I'm grateful for that. But I'm also grateful to where... When I was no longer being served at that table, I had the courage, the common sense to push myself away, get the fuck up, and move on. I'm not going to sit there. I don't eat meat while I'm going to sit at a table that serve only beef and chicken. I don't eat meat while I'm here. I'm taking the spot up for somebody that really deserves to be there. I don't wore out my welcome. Y'all know what the old folks say. Guessing fish not smelling after three days. So why are you still there? But because we don't want, I don't want to be a burden and I don't want to leave. And I, you know, so you're going to sit here and the shit stops thinking after a while when you're sitting there too long. But, and then they get mad. Oh, but I'm not learning nothing. I don't understand. Then why are you there? You're not a tree. Get your ass up. Go where you need to go. Maybe this is God's way, a loafy's way of saying Okay, they done took you, not, let me move you over here. Well, I can't find nobody. Well, maybe this is the part where you sit down with yourself and heal that part where you stayed somewhere out of loyalty and stupidity that you need to heal so you don't have to do that no more. To give you a backbone and learn how to ask questions. You know what, what really fucking burned my grits is when someone goes, I don't be wanting to bother you. Are you serious? My job is to make sure you're better. But guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to break down the door and make you do it. No. You good. You good. And I don't hate you. I'm not mad. You know how many screenshots people have sent from my God kids? Yeah. Oh, I don't be wanting to be with her. But yet still, I don't put them on blast. I laugh. Because I'm still being me. I didn't change. I'm still being me. I leave room for growth. But I'm still being me. And I sit and watch. Oh, wow. Okay. I had one goddaughter realistically. Love her. Not with her. Oh, she would go on people's pages and just fuck with them, troll them. Why? Why? Oh, because I got my beads and that makes me... What? It just makes you a person with some pre a pretty set of beads, ma. That's all. It don't make you nothing else. You're not crowned. Why are you going there bothering people? Because, right? Don't, uh, no. Who are you? Sit down. 
Until one day, she argued with someone. Just got on their page and just started trolling them. And the person said, which I, I would have did the same thing. She said, I don't care who your godparents are. Get off my page. She going to hit me up. Madrina, you need to help me because this person. But the person had already sent me the screenshots and everything. And I said, why are you over there bothering them? Why are you over there trolling them? Because she didn't say the right word. I don't say half of the right words. What's the problem? How is that any of your business? Y'all don't even live in the same state. Why are you bothering her? Isn't it our duty to correct people? Why? She practiced voodoo. You don't practice voodoo. Why are you over there? Why are you over there? That, why are you over in that yard? I said, say less, my. Do you? Do you? Then she became initiated in Santa Morta. See, I also have a problem with people wanting to just follow everybody. Just follow them. I sit back. I, I'm Listen, I sit back. I will pave my path and get my own little niche in the world, and I'm good. I'm good. I don't need the fame and the, all of that. Nah, boo. I'm good. I'm good right where I'm at. People that cross my threshold, I do the best I can to help them with what I have, and that is it. That's all. That's it. But what I'm not going to do is go on other people's posts and tell them, oh, you can't do this. Ain't got nothing to do with me. God bless you. Trust me. It is a million people out here that take social media beyond what it is. And But then when you look at them and you go, well, why are you over there? Why are you, why are you staying with these people? You know these people are horrible. I stay from loyalty. Oh, okay. You're you one of those. Okay. And then when the person cursed them out or show them their true colors, this is why I don't mess with the spiritual community. Spiritual community ain't do nothing to you at all. Why, why are you blaming the spiritual community? Real talk. What they do to you? You don't even know all the spiritual community. You know a few handful of people you follow on Facebook. That's it. Or Instagram. Or, that's not the spiritual community. But we get so, we get so tied up. And instead of worrying about our plate that we asked the great I am, a loafy God, to, to serve us, we're not worrying about our plate. I should get spoiled flies and gnats on it because we're too busy worrying about what's on somebody else's plate. We're too busy worrying about what the other person is doing. Comparison is the devil. When you compare yourself to someone else, you lose everything. And people will. People will try to, hey, you see what they're doing. No, but do you see what I'm doing? And I move on. Oh, well, this person wrote a book and they got they got 30,000 followers. Okay, eh? Eh? Oh, what? You know, why you don't have that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't look at it like that. Oh, so it don't bother you? Why? Those that follow me, I appreciate. I thank them for the support, the love, all of that. Some people just follow me to do surveillance, to go back and tell whoever's listening. I don't care. I give three shits. I still got to listen. I'm still getting a coin from it at the end of the day. It's growing. They pay you. You know, when you do podcasts and the more people that tune in, you get coins. Every fifth of the month, you get a coin. So why would I be mad if someone is listening? I had people... 
come on my page. You know, you arguing with this one and that one. Oh, yeah, by the way, I do readings. I, I do this. I speak. You can buy one of my journals. I'm writing a book now. So, and right when they get that reading, I say thank you. I'm not sitting there arguing with no one, but I give thanks for the free publicity they give me. I, I love it. I, I'm not, I, certain people, yeah, I will banish from my page. It all depends on how you come on. But those people that sit and screenshot my page and take my videos or download my podcast so people can hear it, so they sit there and make jokes, I got to listen. I'm getting a coin, so thank you. Thank you. So no matter how you flip it, the algorithm is still going to put me up there because you're watching, and I'm still going to get a coin at the end of the day. So it's okay. Oh, I had somebody... Oh, but they can't, they not giving money for people on Instagram and Facebook. That's why I'm on a plethora of things. When I told everybody, yo, get on other platforms and start building so you can branch yourself out. No, no, I, I appreciate Facebook. I love it. But that's not the only thing I'm on. So I'm okay with that. I'm good. And I don't need to break bread or, or, you know, go and bash somebody or run over here and, and, and for the love of God, I'm going to post it, but I'm saying it. So you will hear it. I don't tag nobody on nothing. Y'all keep on tagging me on stuff and I remove my name from the tag. I don't tag nobody on nothing. I don't. If it's a memories from somebody else's page and they tagged all those people and I'm sharing it. Cause until I find out how to take the memory and not share it. But most of the time I just screenshot it, crop it, and then put it up. But I don't tag anybody. And I'm sitting there like, why are these people tagging me, man? Yo, that's aggravating. I don't. I don't. I I made this platform by getting up, being consistent being disciplined, being diligent, even when I didn't want to, but I did it and I didn't tag nobody. And like I told you, I learned my lesson when someone, I tagged someone, the girl said, Hey, do you share my stuff? Have you supported me? No, then take me off the tag. Stop tagging me. And people were in their feelings. I don't give a fuck being your feelings. Cause it's true. Why are you tagging me? If I'm meant to see it, I'm gonna see it. You don't need to, that, to me, it's like, I, this is how I see tagging. For real. I don't know about y'all, but I'm telling you about me. It's like you standing there on the bank waiting on line to go and see the teller. And the person that's all the way in the back just start pushing people. And you're like, yo, what the fuck? Wait your turn. We was all up here. Like, sit down. Oh, I just want y'all to know I'm standing here. If you don't sit your happy ass down somewhere and go sit down, I don't even know you. And majority of people that tag me and shit, I don't know them. Be like everybody else. Put everyone in the comment and give us an option to say, but just don't tag me. I think that's so disrespectful to me. Tagging and poking. Why are you poking me? Who are you? That's not cute. I done blocked a lot of people and people I know. Like, yo, why are you doing that? Oh, it's funny. Stop. What the fuck is wrong with you? Grow up. If I never tagged you on that, why would you just... How, who, where are y'all getting these audacities? I, I thought they was in Wish. I thought they was on Sheen. I thought they was in, in, uh, motherfucking, uh, Amazon. But everybody, they don't have none. So I don't know where y'all getting them from. You know, uh, 
Lakasumi tribe, like, stand up, do something. Stop with, tell people to stop tagging people, for real. Seriously. And I want all the smoke. I don't care. I'm not hiding under no bed or nothing. That shit is horrible. Stop. Stop. Unless you ask, hey, can I tag you in this? And if you got to do that, then you already know the answer is no. Like, no, don't tag me. You, you, Please don't. Oh, I'm going to leave your page. I'm going to unfollow you. Okay. You don't have to tell me. Bye. The same way you snuck your ass in, sneak your ass out. Be like Jesus. Come like a thief in the night and go like one too. Real talk. Wait, yo, you have people tagging. I'll be like, yo, why? And I just, now I just remove myself from the tag. Like, why are you tagging me? I, I don't even know you like that. And even if I do, why would you? If I'm never, and I will search people's page. I don't tag. So I don't even know why I'm searching them. Untag. Remove tag. Like, why? 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 How? And people going to keep on them and block their asses. Real talk. Stop doing it. It's a, it's a headache. I don't like it. Like, no. If you see the post, you see it. If you don't, you don't. That's the beauty of social media. It's the beauty of it. If I hear you, I hear If I don't, I don't. And, and guess what? If it don't apply to me, I'm going to let it fly and keep scrolling. It's a beautiful thing. If it's something I don't like, something that I'm not a part of, something that I don't want to see, or something that I do like, if it doesn't fit me, scroll on. Scroll on. Scroll on. It ain't that serious. It's not. So, as always, y'all, I love you. I am, and happy Easter and good Friday, you know. Um, I will be doing Wednesday. And I will be doing on Friday, Gather Around the Table on TikTok and classes in session for my Patreon. My Patreon is growing. I thank them for the support. And, you know, it's a lot to learn about spirituality and Easter and Palm Sunday, which we already had, and Good Friday. And, you know, so it's a lot. It's a lot that that goes around that. And um, people tend to forget. No, it's not. I'm not talking about the pagan stuff and all that. I'm talking about the hoodoo root work. All of that. So make sure you tune in. And uh, enjoy your day. Real talk. Don't let nobody take you out of character. Fuck these people. Do you. Do you. Real talk. Do you. Do you. And if you're that person that will remove their children for love or for your partner, um, I suggest you get some healing. Because that right there is not a relationship. I think we should learn to heal ourselves so we can raise this next generation where they don't have to be triggered, need therapy, and they don't have to feel hurt or like an outcast. I mean, each and every child receive love, guidance, protection, all of that. And may each parent, caregiver, provider heal so they can learn how to do that. Because these children... They're lost because parents and caregivers and providers want a life. And I guess this life that they're seeking don't got nothing to do with kids. I know women that be on jobs that won't even go home to their kids. Y'all seen the lady that left for three months and left her kids in the house so she can go be with a man? This shit is real. And these kids are growing up and they're lashing out at everyone. Grandmas are not, grandmas are supposed to be grandmas, not the one that raised them. 
and you have a family. You know how hard that is on a kid mentally, spiritually? That hurts. That hurts. We got to do better, y'all. We have to do better. We have to do better. We really do. Our motto is always going to be the same. If you can't help them, don't hurt them. Put them in the hands of those that can help them. I'm not going to ever change that one. And these babies are hurting. The stories I hear. The tears I cry. The pain. Of watching the parent throw their children away. Shit is hurtful. Especially coming from the person that you birthed. And hear them say, oh, they got married or they got a new partner and I'm not there. Or to have the man secretly touch them or manipulate them. And they say, no, I don't want to say that because my mom is happy. This is the first time. Or my daddy finally found someone. And soon I'll be grown and I don't have to be there. So you got to endure the abuse so your parent can be happy. We got to do better, y'all. We got to do better. That's why healers and spiritualists are needed. But you can't be out there helping them if you just as broken. And know that spirituality is not your fucking date nap. It's not for you to go and grab some pussy or dick. Cause, oh, because I'm spiritual. No. 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 So you can help them. So they can go and be better human beings. Not for, their, for your sexual... Appetite. It's not it. It's not it. It's not it. I pray every morning for the world. I pray for the community. Spiritual as well as regular. I pray for everyone. Because when you know you can't do too much, the most powerful thing is prayer. And I do. I pray for so many every morning. I learned that from my godmother. Real talk. I did. Because she prayed for everybody. And I understand now. My mom would pray. So I understand. You walk. Or you just sit there. You get your pray on. Try it. Works. As always, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. It's been a plum pleasing pleasure. This is Bobby Ann's baby girl saying thank you for tuning in and listening to the Back Porch Conjure. And I'll give you some spiritual work to do on Wednesday. Okay? I love y'all.